and comments on the What's Your Opinion show do not necessarily represent those of the management and staff of WTCA. It's the What's Your Opinion show, our daily talk show focusing on you, the people, events, and issues of Marshall County. Now here's your hosts, Kathy Bodorf and Rusty Nixon. Now you're going to ask me who that was, and I'm going to say I have no clue. Well, I just I was going to say I thought we'd change it up a little bit. You that's did. The, that's the Hindi version the of uh, Hindi. That that language. It's not oh, even. It's it's not it's a language. Hindi. No. Right. Well, yes, it's a language. Oh, they speak it in uh, India. So ah. that's the uh, straight from Cal- Calcutta. The, All right. Uh, <laughs> I take it that I wonder if uh, Hodge Patel knows that. Well, I don't know. Might, <laughs> I'll have to ask him. Yeah. Next uh, time I talk to him. Do you know anything about Hindi? <laughs> <laughs> How you been? Good. How you been? I'm, I'm okay. I'm doing fine. Good. As always. As always? As always. Staying busy. Oh, really? No. I, that you leave here and you go home and yeah, kick back and lay around, lay around, do nothing, eat bonbons. Oh, I love bonbons. <laughs> I'd be happy with that. I'd be more than happy with that. Sit and watch my my what is it? My stories. Your stories. <laughs> Isn't that what it was? That, sit, yeah. Sit and watch your stories and eat bonbons. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Huh, okay, that's our show. Let's okay, see. let's go. <laughs> see ya. Oh man, it is a fright. Now I know you were out at. Um, well, I'm sure you're. I guess I don't know. Um, at Veterans Day uh, ceremony, I was yesterday. At, uh, I was not there. I had a Zoom meeting yesterday that oh. I, I could not attend. Uh, Zoom meeting was at ten o'clock. It was for the board of directors for the commissioners association. So, uh, so I was on that yesterday. Right. So I did not get there. Looked like I had a good crowd. I'm pretty sure they had good crowds everywhere. I know that the high school does their thing too down there. And I, usually we broadcast it. We had technical situation that we got to figure out before we can do that again. But, um, I saw they had one up at John Glenn. So, yep. There was a lot of them. Um, I think Martin's did their thing again where they, uh, Offer free lunch. Oh, really? To vets, any vet that comes in. Yeah. Um, they give them a free lunch. Uh, yeah. I, you know, it was just, I know it was kind of neat here. Bob uh, came in and talked about um, his family. I didn't realize it, there were so many uh, 
I knew his dad served in Vietnam, which is uh-huh. why I asked him to come in and oh. share some stuff. But I didn't realize his family is all the way back to the Revolutionary War. They've had lots of members really? that uh, uh, have served. So um, anyway, it was a, it was an interesting day. We have a uh, hang on. If I can get them online here. There we go. We have a caller. Caller, you're oh, on the really? air. Hello. Okay. I did go to the uh, Veterans Day ceremony yesterday. I've gone for several years. It was the best. It was really, really memorable, emotional. When uh, the band and the choir, and the choir did uh, Battle Hymn of the Republic, I melted. Now, you, you went to the high, high school. school. Yes, the okay. high school. Um, just I, very, very well tended, and I am just amazed at the kids. Uh, you could have heard a pin drop. I mean, there's a thousand kids in that in that gym, and you could have heard a pin drop. I mean, they've just, I think they all appreciated what was going on. It, it was just very neat. I want to just compliment Plymouth High School. I'm so glad they do this. I know it's been that way everywhere I've been. There is a... a a great amount of attention. And I know, um, I'm sure you saw it. The, the thing that always gets me is when they play all the um, uh, songs from the different branches of the service and they have the veterans from that branch stand up. And you can tell that moment, it, for the veterans especially, is a it's a very emotional yeah. moment. Mm-hmm. There were about 50 vets there, and they introduced a gentleman who was 100 years old. Wow. That served in World War II. Wow. And, uh, yeah. It was just, um, I, of course, I'm a music buff, and I just love the music. And sure. Compliment the choir and the orchestra and the band for taking such a significant part. And while we're talking, is that uh, Mr. Overmeyer there? Yes, it is. Okay. Maybe. <laughs> depends on what you have to ask. <laughs> I don't know whether he can do anything about it or not, or whether they will do anything about it or not. I've lived out this way for 39 years out on Lincoln Highway. And when you make the turn from third, from old 30, I guess, going out to new 30, there's a turn there that comes onto Lincoln Highway. Well, I'm telling you, at night, even after 39 years, I had one heck of a time making sure that I can find that turnoff. Several years ago, we had a family coming in, and they were driving they ended up in the ditch and I don't know what all, trying to find Lincoln Highway and finally got to our house at 3 a.m. in the morning because it wasn't marked well. There's a, there are utility poles there. I wonder why a light couldn't be putting up, put up on the utility pole so that intersection would be highlighted and you could know where to turn. What's the crossroads? Yeah, what's the crossroads? Oh, I wish I could tell you. Well, I mean, you know, you're coming out Jefferson Extended. And then you come to Lincoln Highway. You know that intersection? Link, there at Lincoln Way and Pioneer? No, no, no. Further up than that. Further west? Mile, five, you know, three, four miles out. Oh, the the one oh, where it wise off. Up, out there where... Only, you, you come off to the left and you keep going and you'll hit New 30 uh, on west. Okay, so you're talking about where, it, tough, where the a, Y is? Where the Y is? Where the Y is right there? There by the yeah, old gas guess station? I guess that what, that's what you'd say. There's a, I uh, can't tell you the name of the place, a truck, uh, a, an implement company. Yeah, it used to be Northern floor. Equipment. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. know where you're talking about. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that's really a, 
I mean, I, just numerous times. I just, my gosh, have I got it right? Okay. It's just, it's just so dim. I mean, there's a teeny sign that says Lincoln Highway back from it about a block. But unless you're really aware that you should be looking really good, you'll miss it. Yeah. Okay. I just wondered, I mean, with all the utility poles around, that something couldn't be hung up there to highlight it or a bigger sign or something. All right. Now, there, uh, there are new, I noticed a new sign, and Kathy was talking about it, I think sometime during the week, some new signs indicating Lincoln Highway, which at least gave me a clue. Oh, it's coming up. Yeah. But at night, it's, it's really a tough one to see. And there's a lot of traffic out our way. I mean, since Ancilla College, I mean, they come Lincoln Highway past my house like bats. And, I mean, this <laughs> really increased tremendously. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyway, I'll talk anyway, to Jason. Yep. I'd I'd love to see something happen there. Okay. Thank we'll you so much, see guys. See what we can do. Thank you. Okay. Thanks. Have a good weekend. You, you too. too. Uh, wearing wearing that hat is uh, yeah. <laughs> you know I I gotta commend you guys because I know that you know you and this is why I like local government as opposed to national government because your constituent has a chance to call to call and talk to you like that. Yeah. Now, if you were see, that's why I I find it. Uh, I find it fun that locally the party lines completely blur because it comes down to that lady making that call to a guy she knows, yeah. you know, and, and that kind of Rapport. responsibility, I think, you know, you're, you're not, you don't want to have that negative conversation at Starbucks. I mean, no. you, you want to do what people want. So, you know, there's a there's an account. I, the accountability is what I'm talking about, and you guys understand that. And I don't think a lot of people, once you start getting further away, get that. And you don't have to get too far away either. No, <laughs> no, you don't have to get very far away either. I'm thinking maybe about 200 miles uh, south. south? But, uh, yeah, I was, but not even 200. <laughs> About 110. Yeah. So, you know, I, I find that refreshing Yeah. Um, locally because you, you, you're going to see those folks yeah. and you got to help them. And that was some of the things that we discussed on our uh, board of directors meeting, some of the legislation that's going to be coming up next year. Um, we've been pretty much assured – that they're not going to bring up wind and solar again next year. Okay. Which is a relief. Um, <laughs> that at least for one more year, it's still going to be up to each individual county on how they want to process all this. Then uh, another thing that they are talking about um, is business personal property tax about doing away with that uh, so there's going to be which really doesn't affect the state much but it affects the counties quite a bit okay now business personal property tax what is that is well, that for... if you have a piece of equipment okay all right you got you know you got to pay business personal property sure. on that for yeah. whatever it's worth and depreciated and everything else so they're talking about eliminating that but they're talking about reducing 
the sales tax, but, <laughs> but there's always a but, but putting a tax on services. So, like, if I go to, if I hire Jim Clevenger for 150 bucks, Right. So, you're going to have to pay sales tax on that, which you don't have to do that right now. So, it's like service-oriented. Yeah, or like going to the doctor visit. Okay. Uh, uh, they may they may expand those things that will be taxed, and that would be one of the things that could be taxed. Um, is it going to happen next year? I don't know if there's going to be much of a push to do it next year because there's an election. (laughs) (laughs) So you have a lot of state reps, a lot of state senators up for election next year. So we're probably not going to hear a lot about new taxes. Probably probably not. I would guess it's going to be the year after when it's a budgetary year for the state. Well, that, you know that that can be their excuse. Is well, we yeah. don't need to deal with it until the budget well, comes up. But. Yeah, I know. So, but there's a, a state representative that is not running again. That this is one of the things that he's been trying to get passed for a number of years. So this is kind of his swan song. He'd like to see something happen, but um, I don't know if it'll be much stomach for this next year. But we'll see. So they're going to lower the sales tax, but they're going to tax more sales. Right. More businesses that do not currently pay taxes. <sighs> Service industry, lawyers, okay. hospitals, doctors. See, I didn't realize they didn't pay tax anyway. Well, I'm sorry. I didn't realize they, they we didn't pay we didn't tax. Pay tax on, we, didn't pay, we don't pay tax on that currently. So in other words, our, service. our prices you're, are going to go up. Well, they could. Maybe yeah, they will. I, you know, I'm not. Uh, <laughs> you not, know, not play, I'm not playing Johnny Raincloud yeah, here right now. But yeah. that that's some of the discussion that we are hearing about. So, um, but like I said, I don't think anything's going to happen next year because it's an election year. Yeah, I, you want to get people up in arms. I would. I would <laughs> agree with you. It'll probably wait. But see, that doesn't. I. <clears throat> Do you get the idea? And I know you and I have had this conversation before, so I mean, I'm waiting. That I'm waiting <laughs> for them to come at some point in time. To and I don't think they still. I think farmers are tax exempt on purchases that they buy. Okay, I'm waiting for the day that that to change. They get taxed. Then you'll hear. Yeah, Farm Bureau will be on that like. See, I do you get but, the you get the feeling that they they like to rob Peter to pay Paul. Well, they, and that's what this is. <laughs> I mean, that's exactly you know they, the they old have, property tax thing. They they cut it, but then they raised it. I mean, it, it's like uh, it's all smoke and mirrors. Yeah, um, it, it's just sometimes the things that you see go on down there, you just are baffled. Well, I, in this case, I understand it. Yeah. They're going to say, hey, we've, uh, we've we, given you we, a- we eliminated, yeah. we dropped your sales tax from seven cents to six cents. Oh, yeah. But 
We're going to tax all these services now. So <laughs> You don't pay as much yeah. for sales, but you're going to pay more for this. But you don't pay as much well, for these sales. If you don't go to the doctor or go to the hospital or need a lawyer <laughs> or anything no, else. No, that never happens. <laughs> no. <laughs> never happens. I haven't been to the, Well, I'm, I actually didn't go to the doctor for about 10 years. But, um, yeah, I... So if you want, if you need surgery, life-saving surgery, you're going to get taxed on that. Uh, but see, I, I have mixed feelings because I don't, I don't, no, I don't want you. Um, my phone decided it. It's it's answering my questions. Oh, I don't want it to answer my questions. Alexa, no, this is a different one, and I'm oh. not going to say the name because it'll come back on again. Oh, um, okay, <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> Uh, what was I thinking? What was I talking about? Oh, I don't have a problem with with doctors and lawyers paying taxes. Other people do. I don't have a problem with that. What I have a problem with is we're okay. paying that you're, tax. You're paying that. Yeah. It's not going to be them. So, it's just if, that's if, right. if their ten percent is what their cut is, then my bill's going up ten percent. Well, just like everything else that you're seeing right now, anyway. <clears throat> Costing more and more every day to live. I don't know. No. I don't know. I'm. I'm. Obviously, it's for smarter heads than mine to figure out. But it, it'll be yeah, smarter than what's in this room. Yeah. <laughs> and see, I don't even. You know, I hate to say this because it sounds. It's not exactly what I mean, but I, I don't mind paying taxes. Right. You know, because I like fire. Protection. EMS. I, I like EMS if yeah, I'm having police. a heart attack to come and visit my house yeah. and help me. Yeah. I I like having the police there in case somebody has a gun on me. You know, I, I I like that. So I understand that has to be paid for and the be- the only way to pay for it is collectively. I guess I could pay privately, but I'd have to be a very rich man. Yes, you would. Um so Or you could hire your own security. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. I need yeah. to be- be a very rich man because those guys don't come cheap. No, but uh, you know, I get it. I, I want those services. Yeah, but I don't know. You understand why people are having an uproar about stuff because it's just like you know. And it, we had Jackie Walorski on yesterday, and she's talking about all the money that that's going to get paid out. And I think the problem I have isn't that they're spending a trillion dollars. They don't know what they're spending. Now. They have no clue where <laughs> any one dime of that is going yeah. to go. Yeah. And if it goes where, you know, and, and nobody reads those bills, and you know as well as I do, every congressman and senator in the United States is sticking something in there for him yeah. to go back to his constituents and say, hey, look at all the money I that got. Brought, yeah. Um, uh, I don't know. Was she here in person, or did she call in? She called in. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, um, but yeah, it's just uh, I I don't know. And then and then you get the confusion. And I asked her to separate it for me because I'm still having trouble. Well, I guess I'm not having trouble anymore. But in the beginning, it's like, okay, we got an infrastructure bill with all this stuff in it, and then we got a spending bill. So what is? Why are there two of these? Why yeah. does? Why can't that be? Seems to me like a trillion dollars would go a little bit further than it does. You would think. these days. You would think, but but uh, look at inflation right now. Yeah, you're right. You're right. 
Things are crazy right now. They are, and I am going to put forth the proposition that if you think it's one party or the other that is the problem, boy, have you got a lot to learn about the way government works. It's people. And if you think it's bad now, (laughs) I don't think we've seen the the bottom of it yet. No. And that's why I am so disheartened with the political system because as i said it's people you need to know people that are going to that share your values yep. to go there and take care of you which is one thing you know i joe donnelly was one who did that um he's, I think over, jo- he's, he's in the vatican though yeah he, <laughs> <laughs> he is isn't he yeah uh, i remember he him moved I, I remember a conversation i had with him about a similar topic that was off the record so i won't talk about it but um and that was a hundred years ago. Yeah. It seems like, but but he, you know, he was very reachable. Yeah, and he knew who and, was voting him into office, and he, and, he didn't, did. and you guys are Republicans. I don't know any of our senators who's worked closer with you guys than he has oh, to get things even, in this district, even in when he was a congressman. Yeah. I mean, I and he's know. a Democrat. Yeah. And once again, you need to elect people. Right. And not a party. And and that was, you know, I didn't agree with some of the things that well, yeah. he put on, and, but that was okay. That, but, you know, he, he listened. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I think at, at the time, um, I think he did a good job for, our district. I think he did, yeah. I think he did a very good job. Uh, brought a lot of money into this county. You know, look at the, the FEMA money that came down and bought all that property up down there by the Yellow River yeah. where they have River Square Park now. Right. And, uh, you know, he got money for Veterans Parkway. Uh, he got money for Hoham Drive, which is still, it's still sitting there. It's still sitting there. It's still Hoham <laughs> Drive at... And, and so, you know, um, and, and I'm sure that there are a lot of other things that I just, but those are the ones that stick out in my mind the most that uh, he was a participant. Yeah. And, and he was a champion for those projects. Yeah. And he did everything that he could to help get the funding for that. And if I remember right, he wasn't there. With a shovel in his hand. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like he was going to come in here and take credit for that and yeah, be the it, face it, of that. It was just like, he, he never it's my did. job. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's what I do. I think when we had the ribbon cutting for uh, Veterans Parkway, he was yeah. he, he was there for that. Uh, but for the most part, it was just, listen, I, I was just part of my job. Yeah. I, don't, you know, yeah. I don't need a pat on the back yeah. here. You know, when you think about it, he, he called in here, I think, all the time. Once a quarter at least. And he was in here. Congre- and he was in here. In the studio. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. Um, not as a congressman, know. but when he became senator, that was a little bit different oh, yeah. story. Yeah, it was. You just don't have eight counties. You got 92. <laughs> entire state <laughs> yeah. You know, and that's the, the thing is that, you know, you talk about electing people. I got to be honest with you. When, when Todd Young ran, I was a little bit concerned listening to the things he was talking about and 
And I thought he was going to be one of those my way or the highway, my party or nothing kind yeah. of guys. And he has not been that at all. No, I, he hasn't. I've been really I, impressed with his ability I, to come across the, the aisle. I yeah. had the same feeling as yeah. you do about him. So, Yeah, I was just worried it was going to be one of those things where, you know, he was a, somebody else's puppet, and it has not. <laughs> it has <laughs> it hasn't not. been that way, has it? Now, on some of them, yeah, he does go that way. But yeah. once again, you're getting a feeling for what he really mm-hmm. believes, um, which is helping the state. Helping I've been Hoosiers. really pleasantly surprised with yeah. him. I have, too. Um, so, I don't know. I our governor's getting heat and I kind of like him too. So, and I was kind of concerned about him. Now you actually have dealings with him at times, don't you? Uh, not him, but not personally, not personally, but, uh, one of his staff members. Sure. Who's our conduit between local government and the government and the governor. Now did he get, he was involved in, I go back to the J turn thing because it's a great example of people making their voice heard and the government listening. He got involved with that, didn't he? Or yeah, he did. I know when Bill Friend was a state rep, I know there was a few of the state reps that went down there to the governor's office and were very vehemently did not want the J-turns on US-31. So, uh, And we'll see, you know, it, it, part of this, I just got an email yesterday from our 31 coalition and some of this money is going to be coming to Indiana for road projects. Right. So we're going to try and continue our efforts into getting some uh, more projects done on US 31 that we feel needs to be done. Okay. So let's talk a little bit about that too. Cause there's this infrastructure bill we've heard a lot about and you know what? Uh, a lot of it is an infrastructure in the sense that anybody would consider it. But there is a lot of money, uh, I think, coming for, like, broadband extension. Yep. Uh, ro- I'm thinking roads and bridges, correct? I think in this one that they just did, I right. think that. But, you know, it, it's kind of like the art money that we got, the $9 million. You know, things sure. keep, yeah. nothing from one day to the next, it may be different. So, you know, um, so we're just going to have to wait. And what does this really mean? And what's it really going to cost you? Right. And I guess I'll, you know, uh, the vaccine mandate, you know. Right. Um, Well, I was going to bring that up, too, because locally, I mean, the the thing is, is that they're saying, what, by January 4th? 4th? Um, See, and they're... And there's a lot of confusion about some of these judges that have issued state orders right to yeah. stay the but in some cases it just affects businesses and in other cases it has no effect on uh, county employees okay because we're we work for government and sure. that was his. One of the things is all government workers, and if you don't do it, um, then I – and we're going to find out more as we go. Of course, this path is getting smaller and smaller, so uh, 
but you know, at, at one point in time, is if we don't do this as local government, then you may not be eligible for any more federal aid money. You know, when we do our bridges, and yeah. that you know, a lot of that, eighty percent of that comes from the federal government, which sure. filters down to the state of Indiana and in that. And so, um, they're just. We still have a lot of. We still have a lot of things that we have to get clarification on on this, uh, because as an elected official, you know you don't even have to show up to come to work. I think you have to be there one time a year. But right. Yeah. How how do you can you get rid of an elected official if they don't get vaccinated? That's an interesting question, that, and that's an interesting question. Yeah. So. That's me, an interesting question. To me, if, in my mind, <laughs> if you as an employee, an hourly worker, is let go because you won't get vaccinated and you have an elected official that won't get vaccinated, well, is that fair to that employee? Because no, it's not. Because it's not. Um, you, I mean, I can have, say we, that adamantly. We, no, we it's have, not. They have to be treated all the same. Yes. So I, I don't know not me. I'm. I've got all. I've been fully vaccinated. I've right. All, me too. And that was my choice. Yeah. You know. Me too. Same thing. Yeah. And see, I I go back to years and years and years ago when they first brought in drug testing at the high school for athletes, extracurriculars, anybody driving to school, you had to take a. a it was a random test. Still, still there. And I remember that coaches were exempt. It was really? just the students. Just and, the students. I, and I went into my dad's office. I said, look, we need to be getting drug tested, too. I'll stand in line if you want to test me every time you test kids. But I said, I don't think it's fair. I said, first of all, I'm not really sure that it is constitutional. <laughs> Number two, if you're doing some, you need to do everybody. I yeah. said, why aren't the coaches involved in this? Why don't we get drug tested every month? And yeah. And I... I was all for that. I said, if you're going to do it, let's do everybody. I don't yeah. think it's fair that you just do them and not us. Well, and, and part of this vaccination mandate is if, you, if you're not going to, then you have to be tested once or twice a week. Yeah. But that creates a whole other problem. Yeah, it does. I mean, all of this is going to create a problem because who's going to monitor all this? You know, we're going to turn it, you know, it, there's a, a lot of reporting. There's a lot of, uh, if people don't get vaccinated and they do get tested, well, whose responsibility of that is to keep the records? Is that human resources? Is that the county commissioners, county auditor, or is it the health department? You know, um, so there's just so many questions we got a email from Wagner Irwin and Sheely who does our job descriptions and stuff. Right. And she sent, sent me an email the other day and says, well, who's doing this? Who's doing this? Who's in charge? Who's in charge? Who's in charge? Who's going to monitor this? Who's going to keep this record? And there's just, you know, you could create a whole new position right. to keep track of all this stuff. Or but more then, than one. But then you get into, well, Johnny over here, he tested positive, And so is that even though we're not a doctor's office is that right for 
us to tell other people, well, he or she tested positive, so stay away from him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, they're, they're, because it, you got HIPAA this, laws, you got, this is a, yeah. this is a can of worms. Yeah. It really is. It's just, uh, are, are you ready for this all to be completely, absolutely over? Uh, I mean, probably that, in, I, I won't say it. I think 90% of the reason you got the problem you have in this country with everything that involves the vaccination, people are tired. It's been, what, almost two three years, years, two years now? now. You, you turn it over here and it's like, people are tired of it. They're just yep. exhausted yep. with dealing that, with this. And being told what you can and can't do. That doesn't sit well with most most people people in this country not at all it's just uh it's it's unfortunate that there's so many mixed messages out there yeah i was talking to somebody yesterday i can't remember who it was now i have that effect sometimes (laughs) but they had uh gosh who was it I'll think of it later, yeah. but I think two two of their kids, or I mean, they were fully vaccinated and they still got COVID. Right. One of them just you know was tired, and but the other one had uh, some pretty severe symptoms. So, um, is it a cure all that you get vaccinated? I don't think so, but. As I don't long think as, any vaccination ever uh, has been. As long as I feel good, yeah, that's all it counts. Right. <laughs> well, and that's the thing. I don't, you know, look at history. No vaccination has been, nothing in life is 100% certain. Yeah. Other than you're going to die. That's yeah. pretty much that's, the only yeah, be, thing. Yep. So why, I guess the question becomes, why would but, you not take an opportunity to protect yourself as much as you can with modern science and technology, why would you not take advantage of that? I mean, how many times do you get a health benefit free? Well, remember remember growing up, going, uh, you know, first year in school or elementary school, all the kids lined up and you walked down to the cafeteria and got that polio and the TB. TB and Was it measles? I think so. I had measles as a kid. Uh, I I had chicken pox. Well, I did too, but they didn't. I I don't. Ooh, speaking of that, I need to get a shingles (laughs) vaccination because I did have chicken pox. Um, How many people do you hear of with polio now? How many people do you hear of with smallpox now? Yeah. Is it 100%? No, because no, those not, cases are still there. They're still there, but it's 99.9%. Yeah. yeah. So, and Unless you're in uh, some place where healthcare yeah, underdeveloped country. <laughs> some place where healthcare isn't exactly stellar. Yeah, right. Um, but you look at. If you're in that country and you contract it and you bring it back someplace else, yep. and but you know, oh, um, we saw that with Ebola. Yep. So you know, there's just a lot of varying opinions. And once again, I you're allowed to make your own decisions. I, yep. In this case, 
once you have some kind of uniform treatment for this and you start building immunity, Mm -hmm. you're going to, I mean, we lost a great man here this week. I mean, one of the best people I have ever met in my life. I remember when I was um, a young father with young children and I coached with him. I mean, we, we didn't coach together, but we were on the same staff. Yeah. Uh, at the school for a lot of years and uh, coached a lot of the same kids. I was around him all the time. I'd been around him before we went to church together. I'd known him forever. And I remember thinking when I had kids was, God, I hope they're all wrestlers. Oh. Because I know what they're going, nothing to do with wrestling. I don't care if they never win a match. Yeah. I want them around him. Yeah. Um, He was a role model. And a COVID victim. Yeah. So well, look at Jack Oliver. Jack Oliver, I, uh, you know, it, the the denying that this has an enormous impact, and the other part of it is that crass. Well, you know, I got ninety eight percent of not getting it, so what do I care? Yeah. I care because of those people. Yep. Well, and that's why and, I care. And one of the guys that I had a lot of respect for too was. Uh, Used to be the county council president was Bill G, you know, and he passed away from COVID. And I remember when I first came in office, Bill invited. You know, I didn't know what I was getting myself into. And I still don't know. You but, never you know, did with Bill. But, you know, Bill, <laughs> Bill invited me over to his his house, and you know, he he helped explain the budget process to me, even though he was a councilman member and the president of the county but he sat down and you know he helped me and uh for you know it, it that was a sad thing too and he was that you know once again he was that kind of a guy i go back to died in wool republican absolutely oh, well, republican chair as republican as he could be Him however and- <laughs> always happy oh yes he was to do what needed to be, be done, done, whether it was Republican or Democrat, once again, one of those guys yep. who was worried about people and not exactly what about party they were. Yeah, and yeah, we've lost a lot of really amazing people. human beings yeah, to this. We have, and I don't understand why. You know, like I said, it's for those people yeah. that I care, not. But, Right. I've said it before. I don't, you know, if it's my time, it's my time, uh-huh. you know, but I'm not going. And that, to me, that's the most insidious thing about all of this is that you can have it, not have a symptom and give it to somebody else. Somebody else. That's but what I scares th- me. I think you and I talked back in 20, when did this all start? 2020? Oh, my God, who knows? I think turn of the in, century? Yeah. <laughs> Back in 2019, in in the fall, there before Thanksgiving, right? I I think you were kind of sick at the same time yeah, I was. We had that. We did. I mean, we. It took me three months to get over that, because I remember that one night. It was yeah. a Saturday night, and I said, told I "Remember, Marty, yeah." I said, "Take me to the hospital, right?" Because I cannot, I cannot stop coughing, and right. For, fortunately, I go to. Dr. Schumacher, and so he met me at uh, his office, and you know, but it still, it took me till February or March before I was even over that coughing 
and just tired all the time. I had a similar thing. Yeah, I thought you. I thought yeah. you had that about. The same yeah, because we were in here spraying disinfectant <laughs> yeah. at each other one night. <laughs> you're like, "What are you spraying me?" Like, I just want to make sure we're all, we're all healthy we're here. All healthy here, but uh, yeah, I remember that too. And um, you know, I, there is so much involved with this that nobody knows. We won't know until we well, start unraveling it. But yeah. you know, Melody works at the nursing home. Yeah. Oh yeah, social director out there at Pilgrim Manor, and you know, and that was part of the reasons why I got vaccinated too was just right for her because exactly they want me to cause that that, and yeah. then her yeah taken into the facility, and then boom yeah <clears throat> you're in a yeah. kind environment out there, well, and, and so that you know, was the prime. That was environment meant, for this to run crazy, to run, especially yeah. Uh, yeah last year. Yeah, yeah, there was a lot of deaths in nursing homes, and uh, so, uh, but you know, I uh, my nephew married a nurse in Indianapolis, and some of the stories she told out of what was happening there, um, she was an emergency room nurse. Yeah. You can imagine what's oh, happening imagine. in Indianapolis during the height of this. Yeah. And the lengths that she went to. I mean, when she came home, there was a shower in the garage. Clothes went All in the of her clothes <laughs> were in the washer the minute she walked yep. in the garage. She showered before she came in. The, I mean, it were, the precautions she took. Yeah. To just walk into her house because, you know, you're talking about somebody who saw that all yeah. day long. And it was around it. Yeah. And so, you know, that was that was eye-opening to me. Well, and that's, you know, back to vac- the, the mandate on vac- vaccinations is that uh, I know that there are some facilities that some of the nurses aren't aren't going to, to do that. I know. Uh, and you, you're you're in the same spot I am. <laughs> I think I, you know, I I have mixed feelings about I, what is it over a hundred over a hundred employees employees they got to be. I see. I, I don't know that much about the medical. Right. I don't know if you're in a hot. Well, you know, they had that protest out there at the hospital right. when yeah. they wanted. To, and I don't even know whatever became of that. So I haven't I, heard I, either. I haven't heard either. Um, so I don't know. Um, that that's what baffles me. And now I like I said I have mixed feelings about every business over a hundred people. Yeah. Because you can take precautions, and and I'm cool if you don't want to. If you don't want to get a vaccine, that's fine. You yeah. you're the one with the the gun with the one bullet in it that yeah. just might hit you. That I, that's and, your choice. Yeah, I know my son-in-law works for a company where they have a place here in. Plymouth, I won't mention where it's at, but, you know, there's five or six, maybe eight people that work there right. as a small group, but then the bigger group is a much larger group, right. so even though they have eight, because they're going to meet that threshold of over 100 right. employees, right. but he only works around eight or, eight or ten people, so does that mean as this certain company? Right. Since we're over 100, do right. these yeah. individuals have to? So? Because those 100 are spaced out all, all over, over the, country. the country. And see, that's the thing that I, you know, as a business of 100, 
Or even a little bit. I mean, if you're working in like an Amazon oh, yeah. distributorship or whatever, whatever they call those things, warehouse, I get it. You got thousands of people in one spot. It becomes difficult yeah. to space and whatever. But I mean, if you've got a hundred employees, you're working. You can take precautions to stop this. You know, like here we, you know. Do we need to wash down this studio every morning? I still do it. You still do it. I'm probably going to do it forever now because it's really not a bad idea when yeah. you think about it. But, you know, there are like a handful of people in and out of here. We still do the precautions of washing everything. I well, I know that I have an obsession with hand sanitizer, so I'm, <laughs> I'm using that every time I see the bottle. Um, but, you know, we don't have it. So... If we had 100 people in here, we'd still be doing the same thing, and we'd yeah. be apart from each other. So I kind of, like I said, you don't want to get the vaccine. That's fine. Just stay six feet away from me yeah. and, and wash your hands. I don't care. Yeah. Um, I think it's indicative of a deeper problem we have in this society that we talked about earlier. Um, yeah, there's bigger issues than yeah. Because, so. you know, we've reached this my way or the highway attitude over absolutely everything. It, it is. And, it's, you know, if uh, you don't agree with me on this, you are Satan and need to be purged from society. I, no, <laughs> I don't get that. I, I don't, know. you know, like my mother said it's personal responsibility you yeah. do what you, you know it has nothing to do with me mm -hmm. she goes we got ours because we're prime candidates, candidates. to die from this so yeah. we're taking the precaution and if you but, get health issues like <sighs> i have a health issue and so you know well i'm fat so i guess <laughs> they told me that's a health issue <laughs> so well, you can do something about that. Yeah, I, I guess I could other than but, getting vaccinated. But, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, they got a plant, Planet Fitness out there, whatever it's called now. Just coming in? <laughs> Maybe I ought to join. I, nah. Speaking of that, I, I, find it, I found it interesting that Hershey's... Oh, yeah, I know. Did you know about that? I got a text yes, yesterday. I thought, why is he texting me? Because I hadn't heard from him for right, a long yeah. time. And then... There's an article that Hershey's bought pretzels. Yes. Wow. That is a wow. That is. And it, I, I hope. I, I, hope think you're a, I can tell from your eyes you're thinking the same thing. I hope it's a good thing and not a bad thing. <laughs> yeah. The first thing. The first that thing was, was the first thing I went. Oh, uh, yeah. here we go. Yeah. We're going to move operations from yeah. Plymouth, Indiana to California. Yeah. Or wherever. Now, no, they let's make clear. They this is to California. This has not been this decided. Not been, this is no, just, this is just yeah, talk. This is just conjecture. Talk. Yeah. If you're just getting into your car, this is just us talking. It has yes. nothing to do with reality. Fake news. Fake, Fake news. news. Fake, Fake news. news. It's on the internet. You heard it. Because <laughs> we'll get weird. a call. I can't believe that they're moving. The no. Yeah. It's fake news. We're just pulling stuff it's, out of the air. It's just, it was an article. Yeah. And... But I feel the same way you do because I've seen other companies be bought by gigantic corporations and things get weird. Yep. So, but, you know, it's, it's rather amazing that Hershey's, who you think of Hershey's as chocolate bars, right. uh, is in the pretzel business now. Well, so, chocolate-covered chocolate pretzels. Chocolate-covered pretzels. So, 
but you know, we and we have Zentis here, right? Is North, you know, the North American, North American headquarters. headquarters is a Germany company, right? I would assume that Hershey's is still an American Pennsylvania, company. I believe. Yeah. Well, I know they're located there, but yeah. who owns them? Does Hershey still own them, or does China? I don't know. I don't know either. So, but I hope that it's but a good thing. I hope it's a good thing. Um. If we just had Veterans Parkway out there, it would have been nice for that the chocolate truck to come down. There. <laughs> a couple other people, I think, wanted to come down that too, but that went away. Uh... <laughs> okay, I think we uh, probably better give a prize away. Yeah, don't we you? probably need to give something away so this we can point. get off. So we can quit talking. <laughs> so we can quit talking about stuff like that. The problem that we have is that you and I are in too much agreement on too many things. I know. And when it starts roving, it's kind of like, yeah. Yeah, just keep, ball keeps rolling. Keep going, keep going. We got that on the the burner. I I got some tickets. Actually, I have four of them for the uh, Indianapolis Zoo. They're going to be on here, I think, next week. They have a whole uh, Christmas Christmas thing coming up, too. Yeah. Uh, But I've got, uh, let me make sure these are. Still good. Yes, they are. And <laughs> I believe. Good. Well, I mean, this is for the Christmas thing. Oh, okay. I believe. Yep, that's what it's for. You're gonna, you're gonna hear about this before we do if you go down there in the next couple of weekends. But um, I've got four tickets to the Indianapolis Zoo, and I got a free parking pass. Your car is going in for, for free, free wow. as well as you. So if you are caller, well, I guess I roll the dice. Roll the dice here. Um, we got another good prize coming up here in a minute too. So, caller number five, caller five at nine three six four zero nine six nine three six four zero nine six. Caller five is headed to the Indianapolis Zoo. You're always up for some fun with the family, so you order the essentials, a new board game, some baking supplies, and even a new projector for outdoor movie night. And with the Bank of America Customized Cash Rewards Credit Card, you can choose to earn 3% cash back on online shopping, which could increase up to 5.25% as a preferred rewards member. Rewards which you can put toward an extra treat that everyone will enjoy, like an old-fashioned popcorn machine. Visit bankofamerica.com slash more rewarding and apply now. Copyright 2021 Bank of America Corporation. When you want to know what's going on in Marshall County, just reach for the Pilot News. Local government, people, and places. Since 1851, the Pilot News has been Marshall County's only daily local newspaper. So when you want to know what's happening around town, pick up the Pilot News. Call 936-3101 today and have everything in Marshall County delivered to your doorstep. The Pilot News. John Oliver here with three very good reasons to have your vehicle serviced at Oliver Ford Lincoln in Plymouth. First, regardless of make or model, we can repair or maintain your vehicle to factory specs using quality manufacturer's replacement parts. Second, Oliver Ford's factory trained technicians have years of experience, so they don't have to spend a lot of time or your money guessing what's wrong. Number three, we just make it so darn easy to do business with Oliver Ford. FM 106.1 and AM 1050. WTCA. 
your hometown radio. Give us a call now at 574-936-4096 for What's Your Opinion? Now, back to Kathy and Rusty. So, George, little George Jones for you. Brooke is the winner of our uh, tickets to the zoo. So, Brooke, enjoy the zoo. This is it. Okay, they've just started a special. And Rusty and I um, won't be there. No, we won't we, be there. We'll they can't find it. This is a zoo in here. Yeah, they can't find a cage that can hold me. No, <sighs> it's not not been built yet. Uh, George Jones is looking for a uh, wild weekend. Could you? <laughs> I just thought about that. Could you imagine what a wild weekend would be for George Jones? Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh man, that just struck me. Uh, as I was thinking about it, was that, you know, the one of the lyrics yep. is ready for a wild weekend. I'm like, what would that be for What would that be for George? George? Yeah. What in the world? Uh, those yeah. of us who aren't initiated into the George Jones fan Thank club you. don't uh, don't understand that. But let's put it this way. Weekends weren't the only thing that were wild for George. So, uh, <laughs> anyway. Um you brought up something that I wanted to touch on. I completely forgot about it. Ah. Oh, it was something that's going on I wanted to get your take on. Um, well, the pretzels thing, I think, was one. Um, now, the last time we had Greg in, uh, Hildebrand from uh, Economic Development, he said there were, I don't know if that was one of them, but he said there were some things that were 
breaking. I mean, as far as as far as you know, I mean, you're kind of in that loop. No, is, I'm not. You're not in that loop. Really? Nope. <laughs> you're looking at me like uh, throw me under the bus. I don't know anything, but um, maybe sure. maybe we'll find out Monday because our EDC director is supposed to be in the commissioners meeting. Oh, for really? The, for the first time this year. In an official capacity. That might be interesting. That might be interesting. I'm figuring out out what my approach is, and I have not come up with my (laughs) approach yet. um. Seems like she hit the ground running, though. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that seems to be on the the burner. Okay. (laughs) Then you know more than I do. No, I don't. I don't. So she's going to be in before the uh, commissioners. Commissioners. Um, oh, that's right. The council was last week. Commissioners, yeah, commissioners is this week. Is this coming Monday. So what? What's on your agenda? What are you guys going to be talking about? Uh, she's coming in. Um, you haven't gotten the Kathy. I, must not have Kathy gets the agenda, and then she sends it on to me, which usually. Uh, it's like, yeah, I'm really good at stuff. Let me, you know, I looked at it the other day. And well, you got a special uh, meeting afterwards about litigation. Can yeah. you can you talk about that? No, yeah. I can't talk about that. <laughs> Come you know on, give us a hint. You know better than that, Rusty. Jeez, uh, you're, trying to, you're trying to trap me, aren't you? I'm one of those those evil journalists you trying are. to find a story. Jeez, oh. <laughs> First on the agenda, we are going to uh, bid openings. Oh, okay. Unsafe building board for the demolition of 590 to 600 West Jefferson Street in Culver. What's that? Uh, The Boatsmas Furniture Store down there on Jefferson Street out there by 17. The building that part of his garage burnt last year. Yeah. And so they're taking bids to tear that down. Uh, and then we got the highway department, Jason Peters, uh, probably give us an update on where our, which I think I talked a little bit about the last time I was on the radio about the improvements that our highway department has done since PASER rating went into effect. Uh, Ty Adley's coming in talking about shipping containers. So really? I don't know what that is. That was... I got more phone calls on shipping containers than I don't than I ever have anything else. Then we got the United Way uh, contribution uh, signed up people for United right, Way, yeah. which we've always done. Uh, Marsh County Economic Development Corporation report. There you go. We'll see what that report says. Um, then uh, county council expended, or they passed the extended special lit last uh, Monday, or this just this past Monday. And then we got a resolution for Monday for the regional sewer district. Okay, Which let's will be talked about that. Let's go to those two because oh you, you brought them up. Thank you. Thank you, you asked for me re- what was on. If you Thank never would have asked me on the, what was on the agenda, I wouldn't have said it. I wouldn't even looked it up. <laughs> this is all your fault, Rusty. 
evil journalist digging evil. for a story. I know. You trapped me. Digging for a story. I entrapped a government. I, I need you to, entrapped a government official. I need to call the uh, the uh, Illuminati and tell them I got one of them. Um, <laughs> the special lit thing. I Maybe we should talk a little bit about where that came from, where it's going, because Simple fact of the matter is it was instituted to help build the jail is the bottom line, correct? Correct. That's probably back in 2004. Right. I was covering you guys then. It's when the council and the, you know, we had an old jail that was across the street from the courthouse that was only capacity of, what, 42 or 44. And then on a regular basis, there was probably 80 to 100 in that facility right. so we had to do something so uh and then we had to pay for it yeah uh, you gotta have a funding mechanism so right. um now how and, does it, how does that work it's it's a, a small portion of the income tax yeah it's 0.25 okay so uh and that's what we uh went to the state legislators when and bill friend was our state rep he, he carried the legislation there was three counties at that time, uh, us, Elkhart, and Knox County, that were in the process or had to build a jail. Right. So uh, all, all three of us were put in that same bill to allow our county to collect point zero two five uh, through income tax, which comes off of a paycheck. Sure. So, and that's how we got to the point where, and then, because you had to, because we had to get a bond mm-hmm. to start the process. Right. So, to pay the bond back, we had to have something in place for the bond holding company to, to know that we got the fun, funding mechanism we can pay to the pay the bond. bond back. Yeah. So, we went through that process, got that done. Uh, as things transpired, you know, we got the jail built. Um, then we had 2008 when... Uh, income oh, yeah. was yeah. Uh, went through. I, and I remember when Penny Lucanville was the auditor, I think uh, for us to get through the end of the year because tax collection was delayed. Oh, uh, I remember that. Yeah. Uh, there was, I don't think we collected taxes in May. Uh, I think it was all done in November. Well, I think if I remember, we had to, get, we had to borrow money out of the highway department. Yep. To pay our bills. I remember that. So, but then when we got our tax collection, then we paid the highway back before the end of the year, which was a good thing. So, but, you know, as things, things progressed and, you know, the jail was built for 233 odd, somewhere around in that neighborhood, that expenses. And, and so now we're at that point where we're taking out of that special lit. Uh, which our bond payment was 1.2 million or whatever it was is still is, um, but then we had to start taking money out of that to help fund the jail because well, you started doing fund, that immediately, yeah, correct? Uh, it wasn't. I don't know if it was quite immediately, but after we got it uh, opened up and started taking. 
people in. <laughs> well, and, and and taking people in not just in the actual cells, but you needed more employees to run to run the jail. A jail that's triple the size yeah. of the one you had. So you know, we started using some of that special it, but now right. it's to the point where, you know, I think Jesse said we. You know, we take about $2 million a year and all that special lit to help fund the cost of running, operating the jail. And, and so, and this original lit, when the bond is paid off at that time, the legislation, well, it, it sunsets and the, the collection of that tax goes away. Right. Well, we figured that you need we can't to, survive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we could, but. Uh, there may be a lot of things that will not be open. Uh, So, uh, and that's why we came up with this joint resolution. Um, We're asking the state to let the county council determine the rate up to 0.25. So if council says, hey, we can get by with 0.20, we can, you know, it's going to, you're, it's going to save your paycheck maybe sure. maybe a dollar a week. Now, is that going to be on a yearly basis that they decide that? Or is yeah, it going to be? I don't think it, it, it will. I, I would think that would probably be like a five-year every, but that's that's not my call. That's the council's no, call. No, it is the council's call. I'm in my lane. They're in their lane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, I, you know, I, I know that there is some people talk, well, you know, instead of point two five, maybe we can get by with point two three and give the wage a, yeah. a little break but you know i think you're talking 50 cents i i think it, if i was them i would probably just leave it where it's at yeah for a five-year period and then wait because i don't think you want to go and say especially in an election year we'll go back to elections like indianapolis <laughs> like that, <laughs> you know well i reduced your tax by Two tenths of a penny, right? To save you fifty cents, and then a year later come back. Oh, we're gonna have to raise. We have to go back up to point two five. Yeah. So, to me, I, I think it makes the most sense until to just sit and wait. Just, just to sit and wait. Yeah. Don't you know? I I've seen too many over my years, too many things that state legislators have done that they think that they're fixing a problem. And then the following year, they come back and fix the original problem because they screwed up. So, you know, I, I think just, you know, I think that they should look at being on the safe side of doing what is right for county government, not for an election. Yeah. Uh, because you're going to get yourself in trouble. Yeah. Um, and we just talked about a lot of other things. I mean, forget about Indianapolis. Inflation's going crazy. What, what is the economy going to do? And you can't predict that. And, you know, and, we, we keep on, you know, I know that um, we, we don't know. You know, Doug Masterson, who is our maintenance supervisor, uh, called me up this week, said, we can't get any more copy paper till December. <laughs> oh, supply chain? Yes. Oh, man. Yeah. So he said, I can get it. There's a store out here by UPS that sells office furniture. I don't remember. It. Right. He says we can get it, but it's going to be $3.50 more a bundle, a yeah. ream, a paper. Yeah. 
He said, what should we do? I said, well, we got to have paper. <laughs> so yeah. you're going to have to pay the extra $3. I, I mean, there's just going to be so many things that we don't even know about yet. Um, that is, and that's why I think that when this is passed, if it gets passed by, and I don't even know if it's going to get passed by state legislators next year because this is a, another budget well, item. Yeah. And they may say, well, you know, you're good until 2027 when the bond officially goes away. We're going to do it in a, in a budget. Sure. But I don't know. You, don't, you never know what's going to happen. Uh, so, Well, you bring up mundane things like copy paper. Well, how about the cost of food? I mean, I'm feeling I know. that. And you got to feed those people you in there. You can't starve people. them to death. So, yep. You know, we, we get our food from... Uh, I think a lot of it comes from Gordon's, but... Right. You know... Well, I was talking to Jim Pinal the other day. He's like, you know, I have a minimum order to save this amount of money, so I make it. He says, and then they come back to me a week later and say, hey, we can't get this, we can't get that, we can't get that. And he's like, well, I ordered it. Do I still get my rate, or are you going to... No, he doesn't. That rate goes up because it's a smaller order. Right. I know. And I, I can't imagine that the same thing isn't happening at the jail, the jail. even though you're getting it from Gordon's. Well, I mean, you know, we, um, our Nipsco gas bill out there, too. Yeah. Okay, you know, yeah, let's the, the go gas, there, too. Uh, the natural gas bill at the county building and the courthouse and all the other facilities, you know, we don't know where that's, you know, they're talking. It's going inflation's up. Inflation's up 50% yeah. on, on natural, you know. We pay $13,000 a month for electric. That's just at the jail. Yeah. So, you know, this is, I think we said earlier, this isn't over yet. No. We haven't seen the, we haven't seen the bottom of this yet. No. Uh, until somebody wakes up or several people wake up and uh, instead of going to OPEC and saying, can you open up your pipelines for Please. us? So- and when we had it here, and we still have it here, but it's not being utilized here. Yeah. Uh, so uh, they're just, um, it's just a crazy time. And and I'm sure that your mom and dad, and I'm sure if my mom and dad were still around, they'd probably be sitting saying, what the heck is going on? And it wouldn't have been heck. <laughs> You don't know my dad if you thought he said. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, but, you know, they believe me. They are saying that. They are saying uh, yeah, that. I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they are. But believe me, it, it's just. Uh, so I don't, you know, and that, and that's why I go back to they. It just needs to stay at the point T five because you don't know what's going to happen, right? Let's move on to an even brighter subject, uh, the sewer district. Oh. And I, okay, I just okay. want to make this clear because I know, granted, I think it's commendable that folks have come in before you guys say, we don't want this and made and it, it very clear. clear. They have made it clear. And that's what government is about was what we were talking about at the very beginning of the show they you're you have accountability to them directly either in a meeting or wherever they see you yep and so the deal is though is once you've made that clear (laughs) 
and you know that it's going to be maybe decades before anything moves forward in any way other than structuring some kind of a administrative situation you know you you you've got the information and whatever you need yeah, and and we, and we have heard them we listened to yeah them. we're, we're going to have a resolution monday that is going to exclude the tiner and tea garden exactly and we're going to have the lakes be the number one priority so they they've, will be they will be not in the sewer district and they've made that clear. desire clear and we listened and to them exactly we gave them what they wanted exactly so they're they, they will be out of the sewer district discussions from now until it's done. Right, whenever. Whenever. Because they may, you know, I mean, I get the impression that there's going to be a series of projects as this moves forward. And well, once again, and, it might again, be 10 years It before, might be 20 years. Yeah, before anything gets happens. done. Yeah. You know, um, so, but uh, there was a motion made at our last commissioner meeting that uh, from Lawrence Lake, down to Lake Latonka will be our number one priority, and that's going to be in this resolution Monday that that still is our number one priority. Now, let's also make this clear. The other part of this is you can only make those issues known that Tyner and Teagarden want out, and this is what we would like to see you do. But once that sewer board is Formed. put together, well, you're out I, of it. Yeah, you are, and, and I think with the commissioners as executive branch of county government that that will carry a lot of weight sure. in that board's decision because I, I don't think that they will go back through and say, oh, let's include Tiner and Tea Garden. I think they're going to follow our legal document in our resolution that pretty much is, I would say, a law that this is where we're going. Now, if you want to add this and this and this, that's fine, but that's up they're not to them. Be, they're not being added to this. No, and um, that that will be the ultimate authority on what happens. That will be the ultimate because it'll be out of our hands. Uh-huh. Because Jim laid out a process that we're going to have to go through to get this sewer district. You know, we're going to have to have a couple of public meetings, which we will have at night, uh, so people can come to the meeting, yeah. or you can still watch it on. Like pay sure. pay-per-view. Pay-per-view. <laughs> yeah, just be sure you aren't ordering the Tyson fight. Yeah. Yeah, you, you, you're not ordering some MMF stuff. Yeah. You're, you're getting the actual. Although, I imagine at times it's hard to tell the difference between uh, a... A couple times. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Between an MMF fight and an actual government meeting. Yeah. But, um, yeah, and I, I just wanted to, to, to make that clear is that that's not going to happen for... Anything that's going to happen is not happening for a long, long time. And there will be plenty of opportunities for you to do what Tea Garden and Tyner did if you decide that's not what you want either. There'll be plenty of room for public input. But when your septic fails or you want to put your house up on the market, and as you know now that your house has to have a septic inspection Mm -hmm. and... If you can't pass your inspection, you can't sell your house. So, um, and that has happened. That has happened. And a lot more frequently, I think, than people understand. Or you have your septic pumped out every two months. 
And that's only a stop. I mean, you can't that's do that a, forever. That's, a, that's just a stopgap. Yeah. I mean, um, so, but, uh, yeah, that's a couple of the things that will be highlighted Monday. I know the late folks are the ones <laughs> that are really in a situation where they need that. Uh, and they're, you know, some of the people that have called me, they just, they can't get here quick enough. Right. Unfortunately, you're Unfortunately, looking at a long process. You're looking at a long process. But, you know, you look at some of the lakes here in the county and in other areas that have put in sewers. I mean, you go down to Lake Max and Cucky down there on the south shore. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. The houses that are being torn down and built back right. yeah. bigger and... You know, they may have a 125-foot-wide lot, but... They're building but, it. But they're they're building it, and they're going up like 30 feet. So, yeah. you know, it's a three-step, yeah. you know. And f- the houses that are being built across the lake, it, it's just... You drive down through there, it's just amazing. I, it just baffles my mind. Yeah. But they have a sewer system. Yeah. And that makes a huge difference. That makes a huge difference. And you're talking about... Instead of an old uh, septic tank that you can, you know, two bedrooms and a washing machine, that's right. about it you could have on there. Now you can have multiple bedrooms and multiple bathrooms. And and multiple tax dollars coming, coming into in. the county. Township and yeah. the schools and the county. Yeah. You know? Uh, so it's... All of that, uh, you know, and I know even... Um, who is it, Ty Adley, who has mm-hmm. the lot on the other lake there at Culver that he can't – who is it in county government that has a lot that they can't do anything with because the septic oh, system? Oh, it was uh, Craig Coltice. Yes, he okay. Inher- yeah, the surveyor. That down there at Hawk yeah. Lake. At Hawk Lake. Yeah. And or, that's what I knew. Some call it Lowell Max and Cucky. But yeah. I, growing up, it was Hawk Lake. So. Right. So basically, he can put a tent on there. He can put a tent <laughs> and stay once or and, twice a week and get a porter john. Yeah. <laughs> so you got lake property, and that's what you can do with yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but so, that you know, like I said, that happens more often than people think. And yeah, it's uh, it's as time goes by, it's going to get a little bit more prevalent too. I'm assuming. Well, and once again, the, the trailer parks also is another. If you're on a septic rather than yeah. a sewer system, you got a bunch of people in a small space, yep. and that's difficult. Um, but I, you know, I was when you guys started looking at this, I figured there were problems out there because I'd heard about it, but I didn't realize there was as much uh, around well, we the had county. A guy from the tea garden area, his house burnt. I think. Oh yeah, last okay, year, yeah. And, when to build a new house, well, guess what? The septic wouldn't pass inspection. So he owned a lot across the alley and came to the county drainage board because he had to run his uh, line over the top of the tile. So we had to give him permission or he wouldn't have been able to build. Right. And that's to replace something that was already there. And that was to replace the septic that when he went to go build his new house, it wouldn't pass inspection. Right. Yeah. And, you know... This is all not done. Uh, you know, people want to blame uh, faith in the health department for all this, 
But oh, we're, we're we're following state statute, right? Th- this is not something that we just conjured up here in the county and saying, "Ah, you can't do this, can't do that." This is all from the state Department of Health. These are the guidelines that we have to follow. That we are, uh, you know, you take an oath of office when you and you're here to hold the Constitution of the United States and Indiana and all the laws that go with right. it. And that's all we're doing is just upholding the law that have been passed by our superiors. And even deeper you know, than this, that, this everything runs downhill. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good! I, you know, you 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 deserve a, you deserve yeah. that. Thanks. Uh, definitely deserve that. I'm just, you know, if bottom line, I get it. And once again, we talked about this. <laughs> Wasn't on the air, but we talked about this, about being able to see past the end of your nose. And if your septic is a problem, it's a problem to everyone in the county because you're, there's a thing called groundwater. It's a problem to your neighbors. (laughs) It's a thing called groundwater, ladies and gentlemen, and you're going to be drinking it eventually. And that's how this all got, got started is through the... Water Task Force. Right. Uh, Commissioner Delp was on there at the time. And right. Christine Stinson and Jim. You know, I, I, it didn't start out as septics, but I think it started out as clean water. Right. And when you start looking, then you start finding problems. And nine times out of ten, the problem is coming from somebody close by or a neighbor or somebody else that has issues. And or there's... Some issues that maybe go, people hook into a county drain tile and runs down to a ditch. Right. So, you know, there there are ways that the health department can pretty much pinpoint where water is going and where it's ending up. It's called dye. (laughs) (laughs) Where they can put dye. That's high tech. Well, (laughs) <laughs> and that's what happened down on 18B Road in Culver. Right. Um, which 18B basically runs into Lake Max and Cookie. But right. there is, there's a ditch there. It runs along 18B. It empties into Lake Max and Cookie. And I think it was the Lake, Lake Max and Cookie Environmental Council was testing the water down there. And there's a high content of E. coli. Well... They contacted the health department, or they may have done it on their own, but they went and put some dye in some of those septic systems up there, and they pinpointed Which where ones? the E. coli yeah. was coming from. So it can be done. And I, I... But again, they're not going out looking for this. No. But if somebody calls up and files, you know, hey, I get, we got a problem up here, and I go back to... Indiana State Board of Health, we have to follow these guidelines, so we have to go check this out. And I guess the the question, is, you know, what was the commercial? It was one commercial. I think it was about car repair. You can pay me now, or pay me later, or pay me later. Yep. There you and go. so you can either pay whatever it is, ninety bucks a month, or whatever it's going to be, ten cents a month. I mean, whatever now whatever. to have this in place to stop you from having to. 
pay later. What are you going to do about groundwater? I mean, yeah. think about the cost of that to clean that up. Yeah. Um, like in the city, you can pay your sewer bill or you can drink something sewer. you don't want to drink. Yeah. Uh, would you rather pay for this now yeah. and stop that from happening or pay the whatever, hundreds of well, thousands that was, of dollars? You know, when they just did the Eastside Conservancy District down at Lake Max and Cucky, you know, if you still had a septic that was functioning, you didn't have to hook in. But if you have to hook in, instead of paying a dollar yeah. now, ten years you're going to pay right thousand dollars. Right. So, just like you said, you can pay me now or pay me <laughs> pay later. Me later, yeah. And Which, uh, later is going to be more. And expensive. that's exactly the purpose of the commercial. You can give me ten bucks now, now for an uh, oil filter, or you can pay me for an entire car later. Yeah. yeah. Um. So. Uh, I don't know. I hope we, I hope we educated your listeners today. <laughs> I'm sure we did. They I'm probably sh- shut us off I'm, at five oh yeah. five after nine. I'm sure that we'll we'll hear about it. I'm sure you will. Yeah, you're going to get out of here, aren't you? I am going to no, get out of here. Gonna get out. I'm going to let you go too because you got to get going. Yep. Um, and we're going to take a break. We're having open house tomorrow for Christmas at the Borough Whistle Stop. At oh, 10 cool. O'clock. What time? Ten. Okay, tomorrow I'm broke, yep. whistle stop, open, open house. house. Melody's making a bunch of Wind and Willow stuff and going to have some other things there for people to sample. So Cool. And hopefully we'll be ready. <laughs> That's why I have to get going. Get- I, con- I conned my daughter in the- Suzanne in to help him today. <laughs> Well, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna have you incur the wrath of your family. So we're gonna go to a break. And I, I, I go to Suzanne and say, "Hey, can you fix this? What do you think?" So she's she's a decorator in there. She, I let she gets free reign on moving stuff around. And you just put up the ladder and deal with it, right? Yeah, put uh, it up. Yeah. Okay. Good. Into that. Yeah. You're the you're the uh, um, you're the uh, uh, go to guy. So. Anyway, I'm, I'm going to let you go. I'm, I'm the runner. <laughs> I'll let you go. Hang on. Uh, we got a uh, break. We'll be right back. The Belmart BP station. Oh, wait a minute. 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 Stop. 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 Good for you. Sorry, Kathy. I forgot to give away something. We have a, this is, okay. Pizza Bill's gift certificate. That is up for grabs here. 15 bucks. Uh, if you are caller number five nine three six four zero nine six nine three six four zero nine six, I want to tell the people at Pizzavilles. My order last week was for two people, not one. Just so you know, my son Benji was home helping me consume the massive amounts of food that we ordered, so it wasn't all me. Although I could have taken the punishment. So, 936-4096, caller 5. We're going to get some uh, pizza bills. John Oliver here with three very good reasons to have your vehicle serviced at Oliver Ford Lincoln in Plymouth. First, regardless of make or model, we can repair or maintain your vehicle to factory specs using quality manufacturer's replacement parts. Second, Oliver Ford's factory trained technicians have years of experience, so they don't have to spend a lot of time or your money guessing what's wrong. Number three, we just make it so darn easy to do business with Oliver Ford. Oliver Ford Lincoln, we tip our hats to you. 
hometown radio. Don't get better than that. WTCA, FM 106.1 and AM 1050. The Belmart BP station at the corner of Michigan and Jefferson Streets in downtown Plymouth not only provides BP fuel to keep you moving down the road, but they can also keep you moving throughout the day. Some gas can cause nasty dirt deposits to build up on critical engine parts, dragging your fuel economy down and leading to unexpected trips to the mechanic. All grades of BP gasoline have Invigorator, a cleaning agent that helps defend your engine against dirt to give you more miles to the tank, and that means more easygoing for you. And how about the fuel you put in your own tank? The Belmart BP station has Gatorade Thirst Quencher, two for $3.50, or the new Buy a Boost. It's a Wonder Water, a plant-based energy drink, two for $4. Check out the Belmart Coffee Bar with hyper-caffeinated Jamaican crazy blueberry muffin or decaf coffee plymouth belmart bp opens at 4 a.m for all you early birds your hometown radio don't get better than that wtca fm 106.1 and am 1050 574-936-4096 or text 574-307-6647 and be a part of the show. Now let's get back to What's Your Opinion on WTCA in Plymouth, Indiana. Come on, everybody. One more time. Friday theme song, Todd Rundgren. If you're wondering who does that song, I'm sure you were. Uh, we are pretty much done for the day. We got a couple of other things that we need to do, so let's get to that. Um, we have birthdays. You hear your name? We're actually going to have our birthday drawing today. Ooh, I better get the hat over here. Come here, hat. Come here, hat. Okay. okay. The hat's here. We've got a ton of names in here. We're going to add some more. Uh, John Oliver Sr., U.S. Granules. John, happy birthday to you today. Uh, also, well, guess what? Doug at Pizza Bills. Doug, happy birthday to you. Hopefully, I'll see you later. Uh, and happy birthday to Eleanor Danielson. That is tomorrow. Uh, Saturday birthday, Eleanor, happy to you. Happy birthday to you, I should say. And on Sunday, Joyce Kennedy, happy birthday to you. You are all in the hat. 
I am shuffling the hat names. Make sure everything is there. And then, excuse me, I will put my hand into the hat. Shuffle them around a little more, and I will come out with our winner. And that winner's name is Clyde Brown. Clyde, happy birthday on November 2nd. It's a belated birthday, and you are our winner of our cupcakes from La Desert Cafe. Also, free small drink from the Coffee Lodge. So, happy birthday to you, and happy birthday to all our wonderful players and uh, make sure you get out there to the Dessert Cafe, also the Coffee Lodge, and have some espresso. I, I suggest it. Have some espresso. Time for anniversaries. We had one yesterday. We didn't get to. I am sorry, Chuck and Jenny. We didn't get to it because we had our uh, Veterans Day stuff going on. So, Chuck and Jenny Huyen, 26 years yesterday. So, Chuck and Jenny, happy anniversary to you. You're in the hat. And also for Saturday, Mike and Nancy Bodorf. 19 years, but they've been together for 24. So Mike and Nancy, happy birthday to you. Or happy birthday. Happy birthday to your marriage. How's that? Nice save, huh? So you guys are in the hat for the 50 door. Uh, the $50 drawing. <laughs> From Deaton Clemens Van Gilder Funeral Home. Uh, that'll come up at the end of the month. So uh, make sure you have your anniversary in here and that you are listening at the end of the month. So, let's go shopping. Let's go shopping. Nothing in the trading post. Sorry. Nothing there. You got to get something in here. Kathy will kill it. She'll take it away. She won't let us do this anymore. So. Get your stuff in here. Four days, four free, as long as you're not in, in or aren't in. Boy, these moments are coming more and more frequent. So you aren't in business for any of those items. We'll give you four days for free. Uh, that is going to do it for us for today. And coming up on Monday, I believe it's Jim Banal Monday. Yes, it is. Jim Vanall will be with me for Monday's show. So make sure you tune in for that. And uh, until 9 o'clock on Monday, have yourselves a wonderful weekend. The